from beginning to the end there's no place for argument you are God all by yourself you are God from beginning to the end there's no place for argument you are God all by yourself You've got times and seasons in your head. You call for light out of darkness. You don't need a man to be the God you are. But you have chosen. To call me your own Oh, you are From beginning to the end, to the end. no place for argument Oh, you are God all by yourself You are God From beginning to the end There's no place for argument
peace and oh God And all his innocence Here walking in the dirt with you and me He knows what living is He's acquainted with our grief Man of sorrows and son of suffering
Father, we just want to thank you, Almighty God, that the sacrifice of Jesus is not in vain. We thank you, Almighty God, that we are gathered together tonight across different countries and different regions to honor the name of the Lord Jesus. We have come together to partake and receive of the grace of the communion of Jesus Christ. Lord, as we go into the message, let our hearts be open to receive the truth that is embedded in your words in the name of jesus may we receive this gift this beautiful gift that you have made available to us as a family in the name of jesus thank you almighty god for what we are going to experience tonight in jesus name we have prayed amen praise god praise god all right so i'm going to share my screen uh please let me know if you can see my screen let me see stop share try again share screen praise god praise god forevermore i think my screen is up now okay all right so i'm over the next um i guess i know you guys you have other everybody got to go places to go uh over the next 15 minutes i'll just talk about the communion we'll have a small song three minute song to talk about the communion then we'll take the meal and then we have the prophetic declaration for the rest of the month praise god so the bible says matthew 26 from verse 26 to 30 all right the bible says as they ate jesus took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples he said to them this is my body eat it then taking the cup of wine he gave thanks to the father he entered into the covenant with them saying this is my blood it, each of you must drink it in fulfillment of the covenant for this is the blood that seals the new covenant it will be poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sins next time we drink this i will be with you and we drink it together with a new understanding in the kingdom realm of my father praise god forevermore bible says then in verse 30 the bible says they sang a psalm and left for the mount of olives okay so when you look at this scripture in matthew 26 verse 26 to 30 the bible says this was 
the night in which Christ was crucified, the night in which he was um, he was um, crucified for us, in which, in which he was betrayed by Judas. The Bible said um, he, he, he was longing so much for this meal. Christ was longing so much for this meal. I think in, in other translations, he says, I have with so much longing, with so much desire, I have longed to eat this meal with you. Why is that? It's because this meal is a most important meal. And the importance of it is embedded in this uh, scripture that we, we, we see here. He says, this is my body, eat it. Then he took the cup of the wine, he gave thanks to the Father, and he entered into covenant. He entered into a binding agreement with them, not just with them alone, but with you as well. How did he enter into this agreement? He said, this is my blood. It, each of you must drink it in fulfillment of the covenant, which means when you drink of the wine, when you partake or receive the gift of the Holy Communion, you are fulfilling the covenant. Essentially, your part of the deal is that Christ has made the covenant available for you. When you partake of it, you are reassuring yourself that the covenant belongs to you. Praise God. Now, he then began to say, this is the blood that seals the new covenant. This blood, which is represented by the wine, is the blood that seals the new covenant. The word seals there is the word ratify, which means the new covenant cannot be in place without the blood of Jesus. Praise God. And he says, this wine, this blood will be poured out for, the, poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sins, which, which means the blood purchased for us, brothers and sisters, the complete forgiveness of sins. There's nothing in this statement that talks about a limited atonement. Our sins have been completely forgiven. So when you take the wine, you must remember that your sins have been forgiven. In essence, in verse 29, the next time we drink this, I will be with you and we will drink it together with a new understanding. Please, keyword there is a new understanding in the kingdom realm of my father. So I want to step through it quickly and then begin to explain to you how this will work for us. So Christ entered into a covenant with every believer through his blood. He says to us, the blood seals the new covenant. A seal is anything that ratifies, as I mentioned before. Now, a seal is a token that binds a covenant together. The seal is meant to remind you of the efficacy and the presence of the covenant. Which means if two of you are in agreement, you say, hey, by the way, let's do this, this thing together. And, and you have an agreement and you sign that agreement. Every single time you look at that letter of agreement, you are reminded that you are in a covenant with somebody. So and every single time we, we take of this communion, of we partake of this communion, we are meant to remember that we are in agreement together with Jesus. In the Amplified Version, I took that same verse 28, in that Matthew chapter 26, verse 28, in the Amplified Version, it says this, for this is my blood of the new and better covenant, praise God. I'm so glad that God gave us the new and better covenant. And now look at what he says here. He says, this is my blood of the new and better covenant, which ratifies the agreement and is being poured out for many as a substitutionary atonement for the forgiveness of sins. So again, we see here that the blood of Jesus Christ Paul that at Calvary ratifies or ratified the agreement God made with us in the new covenant. The new covenant, brothers and sisters, and its provisions will remain forever 
as long as the blood of Jesus Christ exists. And I know, and I believe that you know, that that blood will forever exist, which means the new covenant is the only covenant recognized by God. This means you have access to God's provision for all of your lifetime, praise God. So as you partake, as you receive this communion, I want you to remember that the provision of what Christ made available for us through his death, burial, and resurrection are for your benefit and your benefit forever. Praise God. Now, why was the blood poured out? You go back to this scripture here. It says, this is poured out for many as a substitutionary atonement, which means the blood was poured out for a reason. The reason the blood was poured out was because the blood became the substitution, substitution atonement for your forgive, for the forgiveness of your sins. In the Passion Translation, it says that the blood was poured out for the complete forgiveness of sins. Again, I, I go back here again that when we say that the, the Christ paid for our sins forever, this blood reminds us of that. If somebody were to begin to argue, my sins are not forgiven, you must have to look at the blood and say the blood was poured out. In order to understand what substitution atonement means, uh, I'll take you back on a journey to the old covenant, to the old covenant. Under the old covenant, there is a day called the day of atonement. And on the day of atonement, the way it goes is that once a year, God allowed, allowed that the people's sin for the whole year will be covered on that particular day. The sins were not forgiven the way our sins have been forgiven, but the sins were covered for a whole year. So God essentially looked over their sins for another one year. Now, on that day of atonement in the old covenant, what normally happens is that the person, every person in the family who wants to get their sin forgiven will bring the goats and bulls and the goat will be killed. But something happened in, in the process. They will have to lay their hands on the head of the goat. And what that means is that they identified with the goat. So when they, they lay their hands on the goat and they pronounce all of their sins, they confess all of their sins on the goat, the goat is taken to the place where the goat gets slaughtered and the blood is then brought into the holy, the holy place and the atonement is done, which means the goat took the place of the person who came to do the sins, who brought the sin offering. The goat took the place. The goat took the place, the lamb took the place of the person that brought the, the lamb for the sin offering. Praise God. When that happens, over the next one year, God looked over that sin as if the person had not sinned. But the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10 from verses 1 to 2 to, to 3, the Bible says, if the blood of bulls and goats is able to uh, wash away our sins, then we will no longer have a consciousness of sin which means that every single time they bring the, 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 the goat and the lamb, every single year they bring it, and that sacrifice is done, they are reminded over and over and over that their sins are not really forgiven, that is just covered for a while. But when Christ came, brothers and sisters, he, he brought his own, the blood was poured out once, 2,000 years ago, so that that sacrifice doesn't have to happen again. And that is why we have complete forgiveness of sins. Praise God. Now, what, that, what this means, therefore, is Christ then said in this Matthew chapter 26, verse 29, in the Passion Translation that I was reading earlier, it says, the next time we drink this, I will be with you and we'll drink it together with a new understanding in the kingdom, kingdom realm of my father. Now, why did he use the word the next time we drink this? He, he, he said this because when he was having this communion with the, uh, with the, brother, with the believers, 
uh, with the disciples, he hadn't gone to the cross. He hadn't become our sin sacrifice. He, he hadn't died for us. So he now said, look, next time we drink of this, next time I partake of this communion with you, it will be with a new understanding. What understanding? The understanding that our sins have been forgiven. Because the Bible says, he, he, he said, this his body was broken, the blood represents, ratifies the new covenant, and that when the blood was poured out, it's for the complete forgiveness of our sins. So what he's saying here is that when he comes, after he was raised from the dead, what he's trying to say is that when I'm raised from the dead and we partake of this, um, this communion, it will be such that you have a new understanding. Brothers and sisters, if you're on the call and you're born again, I want to let you know that you are now in the kingdom realm of God. You are now today in the kingdom realm of God because you are partaking of this meal after Christ was raised from the dead. The Holy Spirit has brought you into the body of Christ and he has brought you into the reality of the kingdom of God. Now, what's going to happen is as you partake of this, you must remember that. That's what God wants you to remember. You must remember that the blood purchased what? The complete forgiveness of your sins. 1 Peter 2.24, 1 Peter 2.24. The Bible says he himself carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we will be dead to sin and live for righteousness. Our instant healing flowed from his wounding. That's what the Bible teaches them. The Bible says our instant healing flowed from the wounding of Jesus. When was the wounding? When did the wounding happen? The wounding happened when he hung on the cross. The Bible, but the Bible here says he carried our sins in his, in his body on the cross. Why? So that so that we will be dead to sin. The reason why Christ carried our, our sins in his body on the cross, the consequence of why he carried our sins in his body on the cross is so that we will be dead to sin. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that you are dead to sin. And the Bible says you are alive for righteousness, which means as you partake of this communion, you know, tonight, you must remember that he already carried your sin. You must not come to the place of communion with a consciousness of sin. You must remember that you as a child of God now, you are alive for righteousness, which means God sees you righteous and holy in his presence, in his sight. Now, the Bible then says another thing happened, you know, when he carried our, our sins in his body, instant healing flowed from his wounding. So again, which means you can expect healing for any sickness in your body or even sickness in the mind. Praise God forevermore. Romans 6, Romans 6 chapter 1 verse 2 says, so what do we do then? Do we persist in sin so that God's kindness and grace will increase? The Bible says, what a terrible thought. We have died to sin once and for all as a dead man passes away from this life. How could we, how could we live under sin's rule a moment longer? What he's saying here is that when you remember that he, he carried our sins in his body on the cross so that you will be dead to sin, then you know that you are alive for righteousness. Because if you already know that you are dead to sin, you should consider yourself dead to sin the way a dead man passes away from this life, which means when sin tries to entice you, you, ought, you got to say, I am dead to that one too. Now, if you come to the communion table and you want to partake of this communion, God wants you to carry a consciousness that says, I am righteous with the righteousness of God. God wants you to carry a consciousness that says, I am my sins are forgiven. God wants to carry a consciousness that says, healing flows 
from the wound of Jesus Christ at Calvary's ear. Praise God forevermore. So therefore, we don't come to the table. This is the crucial part of this, of this teaching this evening. We don't come to the table with the consciousness of sin. Brothers and sisters, if you have given your life to Jesus, if you have truly given your life to Jesus and you are born again, do not come to the communion table with the consciousness that you are a sinner why because christ has paid for your sins 100 and you are not a sinner in the eyes of god now if you come with the consciousness of sin then it begins to cause problem for you let me show you something that the bible teaches in first corinthians chapter 11 verse 20 to 31 i'm going to step through this quickly the bible says here when all of your house churches gather as one church family you are not really properly celebrating the lord's supper for when it comes, when it comes time to eat, some gobble down their food before anything is given to others. One is left hungry while others become drunk. So you see, these people came to the table and they saw the, the communion as a place of um, gluten, gluttoning, as a place where they can just do anyhow. You know, they they, they are not actually honoring the, the the reality of what the communion represents. Okay, so it says, don't you all have homes where you can eat and drink? Don't you realize that you are showing a superior attitude by humiliating those who have nothing? So it seems like in this in this church, some people will bring food, some people don't have food, they don't even share things among themselves, and it's, some people are just grabbing and tearing themselves apart over food. I said, don't you know, don't you have food to eat? The way you're behaving is, is wrong. Are you trying to show content for God's beloved church? How should I address this appropriately? So it now begins, it began, it began to talk about how do you, how do you should you address the, the Lord's Supper as we are about to take it? Now, look, look at verse 23. This is where I'm going. It says, I have handed down to you what came to me by direct revelation from the Lord. Now, listen to me carefully. What Apostle Paul is saying here is that this is what Christ himself showed him. You remember that in Matthew 26 that we read earlier, it was Christ when he was on the earth that he was sharing that with his disciple. And the Bible recorded that Apostle Paul, who is writing this book of 1 Corinthians, was not among the 12. This guy became a disciple um, after, the, after the effect, after Christ was already raised from the dead. You know, that's when he became a disciple. So he's not talking about, listen, what I want, I'm writing to you here is what the Lord himself told me. So we better pay attention to what the Lord is saying. The risen Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is seated at the right hand of God right now, gave Paul a revelation about how we should handle the communion. And that is what I'm going to talk about in two minutes. And then we'll, we'll, take, we'll, take, a, the, the, we'll take the song and then we'll come back and take the communion because I want you to meditate on these things I'm about to share. The Bible here says, I have handed down to you what came to me by direct revelation from the Lord himself. The same night in which he was handed over, he took bread and gave thanks. That's the first thing he did. He gave thanks. Then he distributed it to the disciples and said, take it and eat your fear. It is my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. So when you take the bread, you are remembering the Lord Jesus. You are not remembering your sins. You are not remembering your fault. You are not remembering things that you haven't done well. No, that's the wrong way to take it. Now, verse 25, it says, he did the same thing with a cup of wine after supper and said, this cup seals the new covenant with my blood. Drink it. And whenever you drink it, do this to remember me. Now, when you are remembering the Lord Jesus, what are you to remember? You are to remember the significance of the body and the significance of the blood. Now, if you take a step back to First Peter um, 2.25 here, we, says that we, we saw that he, he himself carried our sin in his body on the cross so that we will be dead to sin. 
and live for righteousness, our healing flowed from his wounding. So when you eat, take the bread that represents the blood, the body of Jesus, you must remember that that body that was broken on the cross gave you what? Gave you healing, brought healing to you. All right. And his blood, if you go back here, top here in Matthew 26, his blood here is poured out for the forgiveness of sins. So two things you can be assured of when you come to the table is to remember, as you are remembering the Lord Jesus, you must remember my sins are forgiven. Healing is available to me. Praise God. My sins are forgiven. Healing is available to me. Praise God. My sins are forgiven. Healing is available to me. Praise God forevermore. So God doesn't want you to come to this table with the consciousness of sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God doesn't want you to come to this with a consciousness of sin. Now, look at what then happens here. Verse 26. Whenever you, you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you are retelling the story, proclaiming our Lord's death until he comes. You know the word retelling? The word retelling the story here is talking about the fact that you are saying something to re remind you of what has happened before. That is what the believers need. The believers need to remember what has already happened. In the court of God, in the, in the eyes of God, your sins have been paid for. In the eyes of God, healing already happened for you 2,000 years ago. In the eyes of God, that is what he, that is what he sees. God says, when we eat of this bread and we drink of this cup, we are retelling that story. We become a reteller of the story of something that has happened. We become a reteller of the redemption story. Praise God. We are proclaiming, we are declaring, we are affirming the fact that Christ already died for our sins and he died to give us healing. He died to give us what we call sozo, which means we have the perfect uh, gift of redemption. Praise God forevermore. So verse 27 says, for this reason, because you are meant to retell the story of what has happened at Calvary's Eve on your behalf, the Bible says, anybody who eats the bread and drink of the, of the cup of the Lord with the wrong spirit, it will be guilty of dishonoring the body and the blood of the, of the Lord. What that means is if you come to the table and you are, you, are not, you, you are not conscious of that this has already happened for you, that healing already happened for you, that forgiveness already happened for you, then you are going to put yourself under a guilt consciousness. You know, we, when I used to be part of, um, in my early days, when we come to the communion table, they will tell us, confess your sin, confess your sin, confess your sin. You better check yourself out now because you can't get sick. You know, which means they, 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 they give us a consciousness that, oh man, you are still a sinner. If you come in here, God is going to slay you. But that is the opposite of what God wants you to feel. God wants you to feel that your sins are already forgiven. So when you partake of this, you come with a clean conscience. If you don't come with a clean conscience, then you are going to bring judgment upon yourself. If you, if you think that you are guilty, if you think that you are a sinner, if you think that God looks at you as dirt, then you are condemning yourself. It's not the Lord that is condemning you. So God wants you to come to the communion table with the consciousness of the fact that your sins are forgiven and that the, the, that is, the is healing is available for you. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. All right. So I'm going to play a song now for three minutes. Please get your bread and your wine ready. When the song finishes, we'll share the communion and then we'll make our declaration and then we'll close by the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God forevermore. Give me one minute to just play the music. There is power, power, wonder working. 
hallelujah hallelujah praise god forevermore praise god forevermore so i will have my video up now and then um, we can just partake of the communion praise god forevermore hallelujah 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 the bible says so if you have your um communion kit please bring it up now we're going to take up partake of the bread and then the wine i've got mine up here you can see it right praise god uh the bible says on the same night in which the lord jesus was crucified he took the bread and said this is my body that was broken for you eat it in remembrance of me as you have said just now that when we partake of this bread what are we doing we are reminding ourselves that healing is able to flow because by his stripes we have been healed so in the name of the father in the name of the son in the name of the holy ghost please you can take the bread heavenly father we just want to thank you thank you because your body was broken so that ours do not need to be broken. <laughs> Thank you because your body was broken so that we can have instant healing from the wound that flows from the wound that you, you have received on the cross at Calvary's Hill. Lord, we just want to thank you for the grace to be able to partake of this. We are reminded that you have taken the beating on our behalf, that, 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 that law has no power over our lives, that sin has no power over our lives, that we are children of God. We are delightfully brought close to the throne of God. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Bible says, on the same night in which the Lord Jesus was crucified, the Bible said he took the wine. He said, this wine represents the blood of the new covenant. The blood, my blood, that ratifies the new covenant. Every single time you do this, please remember you are doing this in remembrance of me. But he also said that the blood was what was poured out for the remission of sins of many praise god forevermore so as you partake of this i want you to remember that your sins have been forgiven 100 past present and future your sins have been forgiven god is not putting any form of 
challenges in your life because of one sin or the other, because the sins have been paid for by the blood of Jesus. So in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, you can take one. Praise God. Almighty God, we want to thank you, O oh God, for your faithfulness, for your loving kindness, for the grace that is available right now, Almighty God. As you step, Almighty God, to cross the Jordan, Lord, we thank you, O oh Lord, that new things are going to begin to happen in the lives of your children. Oh, yes, we thank you, Almighty God, that healing is flowing even right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God, for correction of every defect that might be in our bodies. Lord, I thank you, Almighty God, even the things that we don't know that might be trying to surface, we thank you right now, O oh Lord, that as you partake of this wine, which represents your blood, that the blood of Jesus is flowing in our veins. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that that blood, Almighty God, is healing every defect in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God, that that blood is perfecting our organs in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God, that as we step into this new month, Almighty God, we walk in divine health. We walk in divine health. We walk in divine health in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, that the enemy has no hold upon our lives. We thank you, Almighty God, that we are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. We thank you, Almighty God, that you are doing a great thing in our lives, oh God. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our children. Thank you, Almighty God, that things are working for all of them in the name of Jesus. Thank you that we are stepping into new territories. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I've got prayer points. In If you go to Isaiah chapter 54, I'm going to share my screen again. I'm going to share my screen again. Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. Now, this time around, if you want, if you're in a quiet place, you can join me in prayer. I'm going to call prayer points here uh, for the next five, five minutes or thereabouts, and then we'll play one last music, and then we'll finish, yeah? Look at verse 13, says, all your children will be taught by Yahweh, and great will be their peace and prosperity. First thing I want us to pray, pray for our children. If you don't have any a child here, don't worry, pray for the one that's yet to be born. If you don't have a child here, pray for the one that's, that's born by your uncle, by your auntie, some people that you know. You know, just pray. Pray for, you know why children need to be prayed for? because they are the future of our generation you know after some time we are going to have to leave the scene somebody people have to take over right but they must be prayed for so that the enemy does not pray on them so i want you to open your mouth to say father lord i thank you that our children the, the end for our children will be peace and prosperity. Father, I thank you, Almighty God, that you will raise up our children, O oh God, mighty in the land, mighty in the land, mighty in the land, in the name of Jesus. As we step into July, we begin to pray for our children. Almighty God, I thank you, O oh God, that great shall be their peace, great shall be their prosperity, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh Lord, for your protection over these children. Thank you for the work that you are doing in their lives. Thank you for what you are still going to do. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. Well, Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. Our children will be taught by Yahweh. They will not be taught by the media. They will not be taught by the world system. They will be taught by God himself. Lord, right now, I pray over every single child, hold on, that is associated with us right now, whether they are here or they are not here. I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus Christ unto the third and fourth and fifth and tenth generation that they will not be taught by the enemy. Oh, they will not be taught by the enemy. Their minds right now, oh God, are anchored on the word of God. I pray in the name of 
Jesus that these children will be taught by Jehovah. They will be taught by Jehovah himself. Oh yes, there will be a battle axe in your hand in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the power of God that's actually working right now in our children's mind, oh God. I thank you all my God that the enemy cannot touch them. I forbid the hands of the enemy working in their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we start, as we're engaging them today, oh Lord, we've sent the arrows of the word of God, oh Lord mighty God, into the, into the camp of the enemy and we silence every accuser in the name of Jesus. Thank you all mighty God. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We be the hedge of protection around these children, Almighty God. Thank you, Almighty God, that their greatness shall be great. Their greatness shall be great. Their greatness shall be greater than what we have ever seen. In the name of Jesus Christ, these children will be greater than us. They will be greater than us a million times. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, O God, that will be planted deeply in, 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 on the ground of the soil of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the angels of God right now that is protecting our children. They are going out is blessed. They are coming home is blessed. Almighty God, thank you, O Lord, for every child that we know. Even the ones that we don't know, we send, oh Lord, your peace on them. Those ones that do not know yet know Jesus. Lord, I thank you, oh Lord, that they will begin to find their way to the Lord Jesus. Thank you for angels, oh Lord, that will be ministering to them. Thank you, all men, that you raise up helpers of destiny of our children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Verse 14, verse 14, verse 14 says, you, you will be established in righteousness. You will be established in righteousness. And when you're established in righteousness, the Bible says what will happen? Oppression is far from you. Fear is far from you. Terror will not come near you. And you will not be afraid. What a beautiful prayer. Turn that into prayer. I say, Father, I thank you that I'm establishing your righteousness. Oppression and fear is far from me. Terror is far from me. 2021 for the rest of this year i forbid fear i forbid oppression i forbid terror in the name of Jesus christ i forbid anything of that will cause me to be afraid no i'm a child of god the bible says god has not given the spirit of fear but of love bonus and a sound mind lord therefore this day i pray in the name of jesus almighty god oh god i'm establishing righteousness i'm establishing your righteousness therefore oppression anything that oppresses is far from me anything that causes fear is far from me anything that causes terror is far from me in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you, oh God. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. In the name of Jesus, I'm of, I'm of God, oh God. Therefore, I cannot be afraid. I'm of faith. Therefore, I cannot be afraid. Fear is not from, from God. Therefore, fear is not of me. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. In the name of Jesus, thank you all, my God. Thank you all, my God. In Jesus' name, we pray. We are looking at Isaiah chapter 54, Isaiah chapter 54, verse 14. Is what we just read now. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 14. <laughs> We're looking at verse 15 now. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 15. The Bible says, If anyone dares to stir up strife against you, the Bible says, It's not from him. God said, It's not from him. Those who challenge you will go down in defeat. That's a prayer point right there. That's a prayer point. Now, listen, when the Bible says, Those who challenge you, don't think about it in terms of, of human beings alone. Don't think about it in terms of human beings. You know, you know what? Death, D E B T, death can be, can, can challenge you. Death can challenge you. Health issues can challenge you. But the Bible says those who challenge you will go down in defeat. Open your mouth, children of God, and say, Lord, in 2021, for the rest of this year, I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, I forbid any form of strife coming into my life. I forbid any form of strife coming into my life. The devil will not have a foothold in my life. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Almighty God, that death, when death challenges me, Father, it will go down in defeat. When sickness starts to challenge me, it will go down 
in defeat. In the name of just Christ, I'm set together with Christ in the heavenly places. Father, therefore, I possess eternal life. This Zohar life is working in me. The Zohar life of God is working in me. The Zohar life of God is working in me. The Zohar life of God is working in me. It's activating me. It's instructing me. It's leading me. I'm a child of light. I'm a child of light. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Lamo so katalebo shakata. Lebra kadabo so terebo serebareboso. Rebarababarabobo so totere. Rabo sakatayera. Reboso brake broke brake broke. Marabarabobo so terebos. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Verse 16 says, See, see, I am the one who created the craftsman who found coals into a fire and forges a weapon fit for his purpose. I am the one who created the desire to destroy. Now, look at what he said in verse 17. But I promise you, God says, What? God says, I promise you, I promise you, no weapon meant to hurt you will ever suffer. You should take that into prayer and say, Father, I thank you. You see, weapon can be things that you see. Weapons could be things that you cannot see. It doesn't matter what, what the weapon is crafted. Whatever the enemy is trying to plan against you, I decree in the name of Jesus Christ, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Say, Father, I thank you that no weapon crafted against me will be able to succeed. I'm a, su- I'm a success in everything that I do. I'm a success in everything that I do. Therefore, I succeed everything in any place that I find myself. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I therefore silence every voice of accusation. I silence every voice of, of, voice of accusation in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And then the, one, the last one says, and you will refute every accusing word spoken against you. You know, this one says, if you see, I say, you will refute. You will refute every accusing word. The Bible did not say God will refute this for you. The Bible said you will refute. How do you refute? How do you refute every accusing word? What do you say? When the voice of negativity comes, what do you say? You say, I forbid you in the name of Jesus. You say, I forbid you in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what you have to do. So I want you to take a moment now. Begin to speak. If you don't want to speak out loud, to speak in your mind, just refute any negative thought that might try to come. Just find, I forbid this kind of thought. I forbid this kind of competition in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm on the side of God. I'm on the side of God. I'm on the side of God. Father, I thank you, Almighty God. Every negative violation of the of the of the of the enemy, I forbid it to operate in my life. I forbid it to operate in my life. I say to every storm, peace be still. Peace be still. You are not allowed. I, I'm surrounded by the by the spirit of God. I'm surrounded by the spirit of God. Therefore, you cannot touch me. You cannot touch me. I'm untouchable. I am untouchable. I am untouchable. I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. I rise. I rise up. I. I rise up. I, I rise up I on the height of this world in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, the Lord Himself carries me on His wings in the name of Jesus Christ. I am one with God. I am one with God. I am, uns- I am unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. If God cannot be stopped, I cannot be stopped because it's really lives inside of me. The Zoe life of God is actively working in me in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. Father, we worship you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. I refute every negative accusation of what. Of the enemy oh yes this this month i will not work in condemnation this work this month i will not work in guilt this month i will not work in condemnation this month i will not work in guilt this month i will not work in negativity in the name of jesus i will work in the righteousness of god i will carry a consciousness of my right standing before god in the name of jesus i will carry a consciousness of my right standing with god in the name of jesus christ Be- beauty is mine grace is mine in the name of jesus father we thank you Father, we give you praise. Blessed be your name, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Bible then says, the final word here says, this promise is your inheritance. <laughs> this promise, the promise that God made, the promise that God, God you know, God made the promise. He said, I promise you, 
no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every voice that rises up against you, you shall condemn. The Bible says, this promise is your inheritance. Brothers and sisters, the promise to tell you, get out of my life. And the promise to say, I'm rising up high, is your inheritance. It's your inheritance. Father, I want you to say this, but to say, Father, I thank you that this month I will walk in the consciousness of what rightfully belongs to me in Jesus. So, turn that into a prayer, please. I will, I will walk in with the consciousness by the power of the Holy Ghost of what belongs to me in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, that every one of your children here, oh God, we walk with the consciousness of what belongs to them in Christ. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Blessed be your name, Father. Blessed be your name, Father. Lord, thank you. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 Please, as you go. As you go into the rest of this, as you go into the, because we've only got one hour for this service. As you go, please, brother and sister, I want you to take this point, this prayer point again and again. You can you can listen back to the um back to the the um the recording when it is posted. Pray the prayer for your family. Pray the prayer for yourself. Declare the promise of God over your life. God wants us to soar high in 2021. We have come into the second half of this year. Listen it is not hopeless for you listen it is not over for you listen you may have not achieved something in, in, in January to February to June but a new season is arising for you right, right now in the name of Jesus the Lord is with you the Lord is in Jesus name we pray amen all right um I'm going to play this as we go let me I'm going to just share the grace of God over our lives and I'll play music uh for the next six seven if you want to drop off after the just play the music to just keep on going. Praise God. Is there any question? Any question from anyone? Okay. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Almighty God, I just want to thank you because your children are so loved by you, God. And as we step out of here, we step out with a consciousness that we belong to Jesus that the enemy has no power over our lives, that we are going to rise high oh, and we're going to ride upon the eyes of this world in the name of Jesus. Thank you that as your children go today, oh Lord, they go with a consciousness that you are with them. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to just play one more song and then if you want to drop off, you can drop off. The Lord, the Lord bless you. The Lord uh, cause his countenance to shine upon you. The Lord grant you his shalom in, in 2021, the rest of this year, in Jesus' name.
I tried them all. My last try, I grew. And what worked back will work again. I know the love is still the blood. This priceless love I've come to know Near the midst of my darkest storm I know the blood is still the blood Thank you, Jesus. It is, it is. I was just like men Labeled
Praise God and uh, have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Bye.